Merhaba, Arkadaşlar, Kristen here. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up before playing this podcast episode, um, just to let you know that this is the audio from our YouTube live. So if you missed getting to join us for that or didn't get to watch it, you can listen to um, the audio of us discussing the Senchal Kapama episode. If you want to watch the entire thing, which will include the Q&A that we did at the very end, you can still find that on our YouTube channel. But I just wanted to let you know, um, because this was our first time doing a YouTube live and recording that way, we did hit a few glitches. So there are a few spots in the episode that are going to just abruptly change because we lost the audio for um, a few seconds in a couple different places. So I apologize for that. It's probably going to hit somewhere between the 18 and 19 minute mark and again around the 26 to 27 minute mark. So um, if that sounds weird or the audio just abruptly changes, that's why I apologize for that. Um, hopefully we will get that fixed for when we do any future live episodes. But other than that, we hope you enjoyed the episode and we will see you next week when we cover the finale. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is so this strange. Is, I know. We're live. We're live. Live Dizzy for Dizzy. <laughs> uh, welcome to Dizzy IRL. for Dizzy. Uh, for those of you who might not know by our faces, I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we're talking about Senchal Kapma volume 38 today. Yeah. So um, let's dive into a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah. Um, I don't have any. So you just do what you got to do. Okay. So I just wanted to say get me Jolson to a lot of the central Kapama like um family oh, I know. because a lot of them I mean the whole reason we're doing this live stream today is because there's no new episode because a lot of them have um tested positive for COVID and are recovering so mm. I just wanted to wish them um well and that they recover quickly yeah. uh Sarp John already has he's already come back negative I mean, I think he's done on the show. I don't think we're going to see okay. him, but I'm glad to know he recovered. Yeah. And I think Nestle Han tested positive and Ali John tested positive. Oh. I mean, they're all together. So it's such a risk if one of them gets it. All the time. Yeah. And I think some of the crew member, because I remember Krem saying like five people on set had tested. Oh, wow. Positive, so. Hmm. so get well to all of you. I know. Hopefully um, they're all okay. Yeah. And then one of the other housekeeping, I just wanted to say. This uh, live stream is also a test run because, as a lot of you know, we are doing um, a Wood Serkan Bolat ever <laughs> episode uh, in the sometime in the next few. Dur it'll come out during the hiatus for the podcast. Yeah, or, I mean for the, uh, the show for the show, uh, and we want to do that live as well. So this is kind of a test run, and mm -hmm. it's good because we had a lot of kinks we had to work out. As you know, we had to put a new link in. <laughs> we didn't even get to use oh the my original gosh. link we scheduled. We're such noobs. Yes. I was like, oh, I to we totally set this up wrong. Cool. No big, no yep. big deal. We set it up that we had this like special software that we definitely don't have. Yeah. So we had, and we couldn't change it once it was scheduled. So I was like, crap, everyone's had that link for the last like 12 yeah. hours. And Gosh. We to hurry and do this new link. So yeah. Um, yeah. So would Sarah Kambola ever, we'll put, we'll include the link if you want to participate in that. Um, a lot of you have already. I think we have like a near 200 responses oh i'm sure we do yeah. yeah so but if you have more or you want to participate we'll link that google doc um in the episode notes when this releases as an audio episode yeah uh i think that was pretty much it for me okay if there's anything else i'll say it probably we're, we're in the middle of another thought so 
Yeah. All right. So should we dive into 38? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we start off with the Sarkhan swooning. Oh, literally, <laughs> literally swooning. Literally swooning. And because senses, he's so in love. And she senses him <laughs> when their hearts feel each other. It's my favorite. It's such a cheesy trope, but it's like, oh, well, and like, it's this, it's such this sweet scene. And he's like, mm-hmm. I could stay like this forever. He's all poor. His poor brain is like, he's muddled. Just, he's got fog brain again. And then I'm like, seriously, these people are just standing around. Nobody's, Nobody's calling an ambulance. <laughs> Edda has to be like, can somebody call a doctor? And they don't show anybody on their phone. Like, they're all super they're calm. Like, this guy just what's happened. She's like, what happened? And they're like, he fell down. Like, what the heck? Are he you- was asking about the flight. And then he oh just my dropped. Yeah. But come on, people. Well, and it's funny because I said this last week. Because the obviously the final scene last week, but they were so realistic about he had to like stop and go through security, uh-huh. but not realistic about the fact that you don't think there's EMTs or paramedics. I know, like in an all around, yeah, a break. or I like at least have the guy get on a radio uh-huh. or something and ask for help. <laughs> if I you know. see a person collapse right in front of you, you're not going to be like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Oh, this lady is running up to him. Uh-huh. I, give me a break. <laughs> So, so I was like, I was so irritated at everybody. I'm like, help him. I know. Some, somebody, somebody help Sarkhan. I know. But, you know, she rushes to him in a panic. She, she was already on her way back because she felt she him. She felt him um, in her heart. Yes, she did. In her culp. That's right. Um, and so how would you call, call B? Call, call B? What do you, her heart? Her heart, yeah. Uh, Well, it, it would just be. Any Turkish, call. any Turkish people? It, wouldn't in it just be call because it's O? O Kalp, maybe. O Kalp. Anyone who speaks Turkish <laughs> can correct us in the comments. Um, so, um, anyway, sorry guys, I'm getting distracted by your comments. I, I know. Uh, so, yeah, so she gets to him. I love when she like grabs his face after he kind of comes to. Mm-hmm. And I love it because he's like, I did it. Like, I got, <laughs> I got you this day. Um, <laughs> Which of he's like making a joke. Now my only beef to pick mm-hmm. is when he's like, I don't need to see a doctor. I know. He's circumbola. And then later when they're at the doctor and the doctor's like, Are you having any pain? I actually love Did you? So I was like, what Sircon do this? I know, well, I know we can, he's we being can silly. That. We can debate that on our Wood Circle. But like whatever episode. He uh, you know, he's paranoid. Yeah health obsessed Sarkhan. So yeah. part of me was kind of thinking, okay, would he be this cavalier about the situation? Yeah. I don't know that he would be. I mean, he was, he was the whole time he didn't have his memory, which didn't make sense either. Right. Like, he wasn't really about seeing any of the head doctors or anything yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I did love though, when the doctor asked him if he had pain and he's like, yes, I get this pain in my heart. And he's like, can you describe it? And he's like, when people I love are leaving me. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, I mean, it was cute. It I was just had cute. to see. This is so dumb. I, I'm. I was like, I had to kind of suspend my disbelief mm-hmm. for a fictional character. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ooh. but it's true. We've all had to. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they're at the hospital. They have that cute moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they still want to run like an EKG or something. So, Edda steps out. And yeah. I love how Sarah comes like, I don't need an EKG. Like, my heart's fine because she's with me. I know. Oh, and he does when he's like, when they're left alone for a minute. 
and he doesn't he take her hand and like put it on his heart. Yes, it's this whole cute thing. Um, I did love. That. I did take screenshots of that part. Oh, good, I did not because because it was so. It good. was really cute, well, and it again felt very reminiscent of episode tw- that episode twenty four scene, mm-hmm. the shaving scene in the bathroom, the one that we all love. Um, and anytime I get reminded of that, or I feel like I'm getting a callback to that, I just love it because it's like there, there's our Sarakon. Mm-hmm. Well, because he basically is like, you know, why did oh why didn't you go? Um, and she, and she makes her, her pathetic excuse. Yes. Uh She's like, you know, and I, it got really bad when I went into the corridor, Mm -hmm. I couldn't go because if I got on the plane, it would get worse. So I had to come back. And so he's like, look at me. I don't, he says, I don't want to be without you. My heart aches when I am without you. Mm -hmm. Evidently your heart didn't allow you to go either. Mm -hmm. And you returned. He's like, our hearts are alike. Um, and he's like, look, look how great, look how well, uh, how nicely my heart is beating now. Well and sound, healthy. Why? Because you're with me. And I was like, okay, so, that's very cute. That but then a- she brings up a good point. Sarah Khan, you have a kid. Yes. And yes, she, abs- <laughs> she absolutely does. She says, um, you know, well, there's still a child to consider in all of this. Yeah. And that's when... You know, and he says, it doesn't matter uh, even if the child is mine. Like, And he's like, we and we remember, uh-huh, we don't know. Uh-huh. It might not be. Because as we remember, he, half a nanosecond after he was told mm-hmm. Selene was pregnant, he was like, impossible, because I never slept with her. Yep. But then, of course, Selene manipulated him, her. made him kind of question it, whatever. So that's when the EKG nurse comes in. Yeah. And Ed is like, okay, I'm going to step out while you do that. Well... God bless you, Fikrit and Kareem, because it's barely seven minutes in the episode. I was so And you solved in seven minutes. In seven minutes, you solved Mm -hmm. what the previous plot decision makers could not do in seven episodes. So did you did you notice and enjoy the shade that was thrown this episode? Oh at those old writers? I was (laughs) when Edda and Melo are at the uh-huh. office and they're talking and they're like, Milo's like, you guys overcame so much. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. What is <laughs> Denise, Celine, mm-hmm. um, who am I missing? Oh, say man. Uh-huh. Um, and then it is like, and don't forget Baba Ane. Although Baba, although Baba Ane and Baba were their characters, were Fikrin and Kareem's characters. But, well, but maybe they're kind of like laughing at themselves. Yes. And they're like, and then the plane crash. And then the memory. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely, I think they're definitely making fun of themselves too. Because yeah. they had a hand in all of those. Because they wrote 29 and 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just... Steamrolled and steamrolled after got that. out I of control. I truly believe that if they had been here for the whole amnesia plot, I mean, it goes with the thing we wish Aisha was never had left or anything right. like that. Yeah. But that's not the reality. So it would not have lasted. But I don't that think long. Fikra and, and Kareem, I always want to say no Kareem. Way. Um, I don't think they would have dragged it for seven episodes. Or if they did, we would have actually seen them like. Falling back in love, not just told. Been told as Sarkon is a big fat jerk that uh-huh. I want to hit. Uh-huh. So, anyways, in seven minutes, Celine is exposed. Now, mm-hmm. we did not get, you know, uh, Edda hears her on the phone and she's like, um, you know, well, Denise, yeah, the kid is yours, but you need to think smart because 
if you act correctly, right. then I can have Sarahcon, you can have Edda, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so she's exposed because Edda overhears her. So she drags her into Sarahcon's room and then she's like, confess, you know? <laughs> so she basically is like, the baby's not yours. It's Denise's. Now, okay, upon thinking back on this, I still wish we had gotten like a really big, like, dressing down, come up in. Yeah, yes. for Celine. But if I was thinking about this, if we are noting things based on um, Kiara, I think that's how you say your name, her whole like narcissist breakdown. Oh, yeah. Last week, the best response to a narcissist mm, is, is for them not to get the attention. Uh huh. So the fact that he wasn't like, okay. you cheated on me, he, he could not care less that she cheated on him. Right. Because no. he's a lover. Yeah. He's just like, I knew it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew I never touched her. Uh-huh. And then for Celine <laughs> to have to admit out loud. Yes. Oh, that was oh, that was delicious. That it was you like never wanted me. You made that very clear, she uh-huh. said. You, and we all been, said, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> oh, 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 it was beautiful. Yes. It was a beautiful moment. Yes. Because Although she just got to leave pretty much scot-free after that. I mean, right. she has to have a baby with someone who we're assuming she's having the kid. Um, right. You know, with someone she doesn't love, mm-hmm. who doesn't love her. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she does not even get to be a part of Serkan's life anymore. And Serkan and Eda are going to be happy. And Serkan. Which is the yep. whole thing she was always trying to prevent and yes. ruin. And the whole thing that she never wanted to happen. Exactly. So. so while it wasn't the big public humiliation that she absolutely deserved. Right. The fact that it was so underdone is like, well, he doesn't even give a tiny iota mm-hmm. of crap about you to even have an emotional reaction yeah, to this. That's a good point. Like, just be gone. Yeah. You mean nothing to me. Yeah. Like, so looking back, I'm like, okay. And yeah. I think they were having to work with, of course, like BA's schedule and the things happening in her personal life. So, right. you know, it's, I, I feel like it's easier to digest that whole send off. Yeah. That way. So I can track with that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So now so at least that's done. Yes. And yes. it's over with. There is no more mm-hmm. pregnancy plot. We can put all of the amnesia behind us. Yes. I feel like that was kind of the final closed door on that whole situation. So thankfully. (sighs) And then Sarah Khan's little I told you so was so funny. I I mean, okay, listen. Edda was totally right in like her whole, listen, like there's a baby on the way. There's more to consider. Oh, absolutely. So this is not. I'm not saying that she loves him because he could have been a baby daddy and she's got to protect herself. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So anyhow. The tattoos. So yes, I more than liked, less than loved. I do understand though, maybe like after everything they've been through, like him just wanting to be like, I want to do something that is permanent. I want to do something that is long lasting, both symbolically and literally. Sure. So I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was completely out of place. Right. I just really missed their rings. So I yeah. do hope those come back into play. I also thought maybe, just maybe, it was a little message from the writers saying, like, look, this is a very permanent thing. So maybe it was their way of telling us they don't have plans to, like, tear them apart. Maybe. During however long their reign is, whether it's the rest of the series. That's true because um, the 
the tattoo artist was like, mm-hmm. oh, are you sure? Because uh-huh. some many couples will do this and then they, break they up. then they break up. And so maybe that was kind of their their way of telling uh-huh. us. We're um, not going to tear them apart, you guys. Yes. Like from now on, they're together and don't worry. We're not going to have them break up anymore. That's what I think. Well, okay. Then then I appreciate that for what it is then. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just – I'm not into that. So yeah. personally, I yeah. think my bias is – that I probably would never do that myself mm-hmm. made me think like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's fine. Yeah. But if they're using it as um, more of a message yes. to the viewers, yes. to the fandom, then I'll I, absolutely, then I'll take it. Yeah, I agree. So they're doing that. Um, uh, also while that's all happening, art life is like freaking out in a good way that Ed Sarah's back. Like, Things are yes. good. Like I Don comes. She's excited. Everybody's happy. And Engin wants to throw another party. Yes. And I do love too that um they they're kind of are all like Denise and Celine. Like it's very clear mm-hmm. that they all know and found out. So while Celine's not there to be publicly publicly humiliated, she is like they all have her number and they all like know she's yeah the snake we've all known she was they know that she's trash exactly so they're doing that um ed and sarah kind of come back from getting their tattoos and um and they oh yeah you know i actually meant i'm so glad i just saw that comment i actually meant to talk about that a lot of people were saying it's a callback to episode two because when they're at lunch with Celine and Ferry. Okay. And they're talking about how, oh, yeah, we, I was going back and forth to London to see him. You know, they're making up their whole backstory. Oh, yeah. And, you know, basically like, yeah. And I just thought, you know, if I, there's a comment about the rings and she does talk about having his name tattooed on her finger. Oh. And we do know that Fikra and Kareem are good about calling back. Calling yeah. back. So I can totally mm. concede and agree that it oh, was okay. maybe a callback to that at the time sarcastic comment sure but now now it's now they're cute uh-huh, and in love uh-huh, exactly so, <laughs> okay so oh yeah. that's cool yeah so of course they want to throw a party but ed and sarcon just want alone time hello we all want that for them too so they sneak out but we do pan over to the doctor for a hot minute yeah worried oh. about and then really quick mm-hmm. where the heck was i fair in that scene when she's on the phone she's in the outdoor kitchen at the Bolot household. I was Isn't like, that weird? why is uh-huh. she there? Where is she? What's going on? And why wasn't she but like then she's the calling Idon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That just threw me off. Maybe she was, I was going to say, maybe she was there with Safi, but Safi was with Idon. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't, yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they, they couldn't shoot. Oh, but they were in the house. I don't know. I know. That was that Maybe was a, it was they were all just at that location at some point yeah. and they were like let's just have her be in the kitchen yeah because depending on her schedule or availability yeah or yeah it was knows. just so random felt so it random was, to she's me. on the phone with her yeah not even at her own house yeah, yeah. so weird anyway um I just yeah no so you're right we're back the doctor you're right has figured out from something. other tests yeah that something's wrong and he yeah. doesn't expect this from such a young and healthy person we don't know um what exactly that means yet right he like consults um a very well-known like top surgeon or doctor or whatever in the country so um anyways yeah so ed sarah ditches uh they sneak out and in true dz fashion in six minute dryer logic Mm. sircon somehow had time to plan (laughs) and a very elaborate date a very elaborate date and surprise he got like uh an 
not, not an orchestra because it wasn't <laughs> yeah. that many people, but like a, a small orchestra. Yes. Um, what am I thinking? Like a quartet. Yes. There Gosh, you go. my brain. Yes. Um, to, you know, hide on the street. And, but I did love, I felt like it was a very Edda date. Oh, it totally was because even when they're walking, okay, first of all, cinematography yeah cinematography but like i'm trying to use it as an adverb cinematographically speaking sure okay yeah when i loved the shot when they first pan in on that date and like it's Mm. from kind of from higher up and you see all the lights and they're the only ones on the street um i don't know i really love that it kind of reminded me of how much i loved the autumn walk in episode 18 Mm. I just really liked that shot. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we pan in on their, their walking and as far as we can tell, it seems like they have dinner plans somewhere and then there's like a concert after they're going to go to. Right. So they're walking and he's acting like it's like fancy dinner because uh-huh. she sees the stand she and she's like, Oh, please, cart. please. Can we just grab one of these on our way? And he's mm-hmm. like, we're not eating here. Edda. <laughs> And he concedes pretty quickly yeah. for someone who doesn't eat street food, but you know, mm-hmm. he's already eaten at uh, a farmer's market and survived. So, and yeah. he ate at the Mahale soup shop. Yes, so. he did. Yeah. <laughs> so growth that we're proud to see. Yeah. But he does say not, no hot mustard for me. It's too spicy. But Edda, like, she's like, Bobby <clears throat> put plenty on his too. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's cute. It's funny because they bite into it. He's like choking. Yeah. And oh my gosh, can I just say, how much I appreciate our anonymous sub angel. I feel like we say this every week, <laughs> mm-hmm. but during like the scene like this, there was a joke, a mathematical joke made that totally went over my head the first oh, time. Oh, I didn't see this part with because um, she Ed is telling him like, well, it clears up your sinuses. Well, oh yes, yes. So uh, he makes yeah. a comment about sign. Oh yeah, it's like clearing a sign everything. And a sign and my cosine because <laughs> you, it's the same exact word for si- for mathematical sign oh, and, and your sinus. sinus. It's just uh, it's just sinus. Like okay, you with the umish, not umashuk. That's forget the dots. Okay, I forget what those are called. Um, so both of those words mean the same thing. Or I'm sorry, it's the same word with two different meanings. So he was making okay. a mathematical joke like, yeah, my my sinuses and my cosines are okay. both open, okay. uh, which I appreciated. And he like explained that in the parentheses. And then in the second half, he explains so many of like the jokes and the mm-hmm. banter that it made it way, way funnier for yeah. watching it with subs. So just a shout out to him and a thank you for that. Yes, seriously. But anyways, so yeah, they are doing that. And She's like, okay, are we going to be late? Do we need to get to dinner? Isn't the concert going to start soon? And he's like, Edda, the music starts whenever we want. Mm. And then he like makes eyebrows at the people all hiding in the shadows. <laughs> Sorry for everyone who's listening to this as a later podcast episode. This this stuff probably won't be um, very fun for you. Um, yeah. But anyways, so we were just talking about how he asked her to dance because he had a, he had already known that she was going to want to stop at that like you know, sausage cart and right. there, not at a fancy restaurant. So he already planned to have the musicians like mm-hmm. in place. And then, you know, he asks her to have this dance and they dance and the song's actually really beautiful. Um, yeah. It's already on the playlist on our Spotify playlist. And, um, and so, yeah, we get like a good three minutes of them just dancing and enjoying one another and smiling and mm-hmm. stealing little kisses and all yeah. that. And it starts to rain, of course, because how perfect is it to just start raining in the middle of all of that? Mm-hmm. And um, someone's laughing at that. I called it a sausage. I know. Part. I w- I didn't say anything. 
I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's essentially what I, it was, right? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so it starts raining. They dance a little bit in the rain still, but then it yeah. starts coming down. And they, he kind of, she, uh, like shelters his jacket over both of them and, yeah. and they run back to, uh, his apartment. <laughs> yes. And then he hits a love bell. Okay. So listen, <laughs> what, okay, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, that was another little hidden message from secret and Kareem because there are these, they're in love. <laughs> so they're like, no. look guys, okay, first, first of all, before, okay, I'll tell you about the bell in a minute, but First of all, they stumble into the house. They can barely keep their hands off each other. They're like yeah. taking their coats off and all yeah. stuff. He lifts her or he picks her up. Oh, uh-huh. tiny face, but then holds her up only one handed uh-huh. because his other hand is busy. Mm-hmm. And he's just barely got his arm like around her back. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like spider monkey. Ra- oh, sorry. I hit your microphone. Like spider monkey wrapped around um, his waist. Mm-hmm. And yes, we caught the kiss at the door, you guys. Like when they could barely, like they're kissing as they're trying to like. Yeah. Her. But yeah. anyway, so as they're walking off before the scene fades to black, um, because they don't want to get fined for tearing down the family structure, they hit this bell that says ring for love. Okay. There are these bells. I don't know what it, I don't know what it initially is from, if it's from a show or whatever, but there are these bells that say ring for sex. <laughs> so obviously they couldn't put that. So they did ring for love. So I think it was them telling us, Oh, hey guys, okay. they're about to. Oh, okay. Because I was like, what are they? Do- what is this? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That so- makes way more sense. <laughs> I was being such a hater about it. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. This, this episode, I was like battling myself <laughs> because I don't usually go for the really cheesy stuff right but then at the same time i'm such a hypocrite you guys because mm-hmm. like if my husband did half the, the stuff that i'm like I that's know. cheesy <laughs> if he if eric did that i'd be like you're so sweet i love you so much <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just a hypocrite and but something about like something about certain things mm-hmm. if i see them on screen or whatever yeah, or read I'll, them in a book right mm-hmm. sometimes and I don't know what the difference is. I right. don't know if there's things where I'm like, in in one situation, I'm like, oh my gosh, swoon. I love this uh-huh. so much. And then other situations, I'm like, this is really cheesy. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at you. you guys. Ashley is the funny uh, one. Everyone's like, we love Ashley. Stop. Uh, we love Ashley's laugh. Stop. No. We I'm Ashley. <laughs> Wait, Ashley says the I am not the only <laughs> listen it takes two of us to do this podcast if and you're just as funny have the half the stuff we have like on merch and stuff is from from you it's I feel like it's so equal anyway oh my goodness so I'm really not jealous you guys I love it Every if, time I, people if like, I'm the funny one I'm also the one who's like can't you know, socially interact. <laughs> I'm the one you meet in public and people are like, is she okay? <laughs> it's, Kristen's it's like, so hi! <laughs> and everybody immediately is like, oh, I like her. <laughs> oh, I want to be her friend. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
And it's funny because oh you say that, but I, and it's like, we've been friends so long. I don't ever know that part of it. Oh, I know. Like, you're not like that with me, but I know. Yeah. I think I scare people when I meet them. <laughs> and I, just because like, I'm, so, yeah, you're I'm just not in a, if I'm in a social situation with people that I don't know, my, I don't have anything. <laughs> it all just leaves like, my mind. You don't like talking about meaningless stuff. That's why. I just hate small and, talk and so it, much. Yeah, and it's hard to not talk about meaningless stuff with people you don't know because mm-hmm. you're not just going to be like, "Let me open my soul for you, stranger." Like, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. So the this ring, isn't anything we've never said before. Yeah. <laughs> so, ring for love. I'm pretty okay. sure that's what that was a reference. Okay. To. Well, it was, it was okay. them being like, Guys, "That's they're going to have sex." <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, wink, nudge. Yeah. <laughs> Ring for love. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, sorry guys, I keep reading your comments. I know so we're getting we're getting distracted. getting distracted. So, um, Kimal Bay during this time calls Idon. She's still resisting mm-hmm. for what I think are very stupid reasons. Like I know they don't really make sense, but it seems like we're going to start breaking that down. Yeah, definitely. So I'm not too mad about yeah, it. Yeah, they were together this whole episode. Yes, and basically we can kind of we can kind of condense their stuff because yeah, I've been calling Idon, Ifair, and Safi uh, Three's company. That's mm-hmm. like just what I've been referring to them. Yeah, as. and so. Uh, two of the three's company are basically going to reverse psychology her to get him to like, <laughs> yeah, you know, actually talk. Well, to because him. they're seeing the logic and they're like, you what's were, the problem? Well, yeah, you guys were kids. You can't really hold that against him. Yeah, and you know, me for me too. I'm like, okay, you finally see your son. He's like finally getting the woman he loves. He's finally made it through all the hell they've put yeah, him through and back. Honestly. So if anything, you think that would also serve as an encouragement to her? Like you would hope so. You know, so yeah. like yeah. live your life, I done. Exactly. Be happy. Be happy. So, you know, they spend this whole time reverse psychologying her and talking about how she's old enough to be a grand a young grandmother, mm-hmm. but a grandmother mm-hmm. and like time wasting away and all this stuff. So they get her to basically agree like she's going to give him a chance Mm -hmm. and then they've already called him though so like 20 seconds after she's like i'm going to give him a chance he shows up at her door and asks her to go visit um a friend that they both know who just lost her husband which put a pin in that because obviously yeah it connects to the other part the other half of the episode so now it's the next morning we get really cute at Sarah Snuggles because yes. I love when he is just like brushing her hair back from her face. And, and she's waking up and her makeup is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> Hyundai. <laughs> and she's like, am I dreaming? Are you really here with me? And then he's like, this is probably something you found cheesy because he was like, every day for the rest of our lives is going to be a dream. That's the part that I've. That's I where I wrote, Sarkhan's tumor is making him cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my so goodness. funny. Oh. People are saying we're even funnier when they can see us. Because <laughs> you can see our, you can see our, our mannerism. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. any, and then this is, you know, when we find out he doesn't necessarily have a tumor. It might be. Right. They have to do more tests and figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah, because they both have meetings. He's got one at a construction site. She's got one at the office. So, right. they have to get up and get ready. So, after a cute little tickle session and all this stuff, they get up and yeah. get ready. He gets the phone call, though. So, instead of going to the meeting, he goes to the doctor. Right, right. And he's basically told, which this sucks that he was alone for that. I know. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, you know, very luckily I have not had to been, 
I have not had to have terrible medical news delivered to me personally. Yeah. But I feel like maybe they'd be like, hey, can you come in? And, you know, maybe bring someone with you if you feel like just some like. Right. I don't know. It just was like, that's some really life altering news to get yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Um, it's really heavy. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, they tell him, he's like, I consulted the most pres- prestigious. Prestigious. Yeah. I always want to say prestigious. Prestigious. I, and I feel like I asked you. Prestigious might every also be correct. Any English majors in here? Prestigious, prestigious. Somebody um, go to dictionary.com. Yeah. So anyhow, um, this doctor has been consulted. He thinks the same thing, mm-hmm. but they apparently still have to run more tests. So he's like, hey, I just gave you terrible news, but live yeah, your by life the way, like I you didn't. might have a tumor. So mm-hmm. why don't you have like a, you know, third life crisis right mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. start to plan an entire mm-hmm. bucket list yeah. when this is maybe something that yeah. you're going to be dealing uh-huh. with. So he leaves, he gets back to the office um, and before, okay, let's put a pin in that. Do we want to talk about all the ink and pearl stuff? We can kind of condense that. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, yeah, I kind of the, here was, forgot about the it. The reason I want to talk about it is because <laughs> of Ferry, because that man deserves all the rights. <sighs> he is always saving everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Now, I don't know where Duren was. I mean, I know they said she was with her mom. I don't know if. Um, Melissa just had was sick or had other Mm -hmm. obligations or anything. She wasn't in this episode. Yeah, but seeing him and Melo team up, I was like, man, why didn't they pair them up? Like from the beginning, I know they're so cute. I know they're both the the sweetest sweethearts, and they would be so good to each other. (sighs) They would be like Jane and Mister Bingley. They would just be the the nicest. That is the the nicest two people, (gasps) and they deserve everything i agree but now we can't have that happen because it would just make her look like she's a backstabbing friend so i know anyways so ingen and pearl pearl has a doctor's appointment and she tells ingen like you don't have to come you don't have to come now listen i i'm speaking to myself here (laughs) as well i do this a lot Mm -hmm. but like i do this jason all the time even though I like know better, but I'll like say one thing and mean another, or I'll just sort of be like, mm-hmm. but really I already know like what I want him to say. And I'm like, but I want you to come to that conclusion on your own, not because I'm telling you to come to that conclusion, but it never works. And then I wind up frustrated. He winds up frustrated because he's like, well, why didn't you just tell me that's what you wanted from the beginning? Right. Why aren't, why aren't you just straightforward with it, me? Exactly. So I totally related to Peril in this situation, but also was like, you dummy, just say we have a doctor's appointment and I would like you to be there. Man, everyone really likes your dummy. Uh, <laughs> so, um, well, and I, I agree because I've totally done the same thing. Yeah. It's like when they ask you, where do you want to get dinner? And you're like, I don't, I don't know, know. You pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they suggest a place and I'm like, and you're no. like, no, I don't know. <laughs> to eat there no definitely not that uh-huh. yeah I, I i get it but basically she just says you don't have to come right and it's immediate because when he walks out and he's like okay cool i'll just finish work mm-hmm. she kind of mumbles to herself like that okay I, i'm the logical one you're the one that's so i got i kind of got it because i think for her it was like well the logical side of me is saying it's just a quick appointment he doesn't need to come right but, she's but like, of course, she wants him right, there too. Right. Yeah. So of course and it, she would want it winds him up being obvious to everyone because she says yeah. several different times, "Okay, I'm going to leave for my appointment soon." Okay, I'm leaving for my appointment, and then she leaves, and mm-hmm. it's Layla 
Is Erdem there? Well, because he even asks Layla and Erdem later on, uh-huh. like, what do you guys think? Do you think I should go? And they're like, well, how did she say it? Mm-hmm. And even Layla tells him, like, oh, then don't go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, she said it like that? Then don't, then go. don't go. And he's kind of like, oh, okay. He feels better about right. it. But then and later, then- <laughs> when they're actually when she's actually leaving, Ferry is there. Layla's there. Yeah. I don't remember if Erdem's there, but, um, you know, <laughs> Ferry. <laughs> When she leaves, I think her dem is there. Okay, yeah. When she leaves, Layla kind of Good scolds him, like, "Yes, I know what I was saying, but also, like, you should know your wife." Blah blah blah. But really, the star of the scene is Farid because he says, "Do you have a suicide wish? <laughs> have uh-huh. you written your last will and testament? <laughs> like, you don't just let your pregnant wife uh-huh. go off to an appointment that you're perfectly capable of going to with yeah. her. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you need to go." And then. The light bulb turns on yes. finally. And he's like, oh my gosh. And he like goes with her and the appointment goes well. And it's emotional and cute right. at the end. Right. But Farid. Farid rescuing everyone. I know. Like, he rescues everybody. I just love him. And I'm like. I know. I know we had good reason to be suspicious of him at the beginning. But I'm like. But he has proven himself. Over time and, over and time again. again. That he is worth more than almost He's, he's good as everything. gold, you guys. He is. I know. <laughs> I love him. Um. Uh, so, anyways, that's the Ing and Pearl stuff. I don't even really want to talk about Laydem because, as funny as this whole comedic side of the episode was, even the Erdem stuff. Oh, the Erdem stuff was funny. I just still am not here for Laydem. Like, yeah, that's just it's still weird to me. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Sorry, but the whole the, I, I did really enjoy the Erdem madness. Oh, me too. It and was I, like, during the live what? watch. During the live watch, when he's put in charge, I was like, watch you guys. He's going to totally kill it with Kimal Bay. Like, oh, he's going right. to wind up really – and Kimal likes him. Mm-hmm. He likes his approach. He likes this. And I was yeah. like, I knew that was going to happen because of he's, course. he's such an Erdem. Yeah. But I was like, watch him totally shine in what's supposed to be, like, a total joke. Yeah. Um, and he kind of does. So yeah. I did I did appreciate and that. And then he gets power crazy, but and that was course. hilarious. He gets power crazy. And, and I funny. love I, – I really liked the, the touch that um, – when <laughs> when Layla gets the call from Serkan mm-hmm. to change someone's life. Yeah. And how he's going to put Erdem in charge. How he's like building, <laughs> using the cups to build uh-huh. a little city. And he's like, and he's like oh! I, am <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> in English, I was cracking up. I was like, okay, <laughs> they are playing to Sarp strengths with this kind of stuff. 100%. Totally. And I, I loved every, every Me too. Of it. Me too. Him just being such a child and, yeah. and oh, so good. So yeah. good. So that whole thing of him ticking over, trying to fire people, uh, I mean, that's kind of the whole thing yes, with that storyline. It really line. is. Yeah. Like, yeah. he does well, but then, yeah, he gets power hungry. He's rude to everyone. He's bossing yeah. everyone around. He tries to fire Melo, and she's like, you can't even change the brand <laughs> of tea here without Sarkon's approval. You really think you can fire me? Like, yeah. Ha-ha. Everybody calling him Bay. Bay. When, when, when he's like, I have falls. a strawberry allergy. I have a, I have a tick where I need all the chairs pushed in. He's like literally absorbing Sarkon's personality. And then when he calls Sarkon and Sarkon has to call him Angin Bay, no, or Erdem Bay, <laughs> Erdem Bay. And he like... I practically spits it out because uh-huh. he, he can't say it. Uh-huh. He hates it so much. Oh, my oh gosh. man. So good. It was really good. So that's that, basically, the yeah. whole situation that's happening between um, everything else. So this is kind of – this next part's kind of the last part of, like, the really emotional, yeah, like, meaningful type stuff for mm-hmm. the episode is when he – 
shows up. Sarkhan shows up at Ida's house. Mm-hmm. He's on a motorcycle. I'm sorry. Before that, though. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. Going yeah. Through the box. Okay. Do you think that was his box or his brother's box? I assume it's his brother's stuff. Okay. No, I thought that too. But then I was kind of hoping then the voiceover would have been a different voice, um, not his, when he's reading that note. Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's like a box make from it- his childhood, like when he was a, still a kid carefree before he got shipped off to boarding school. Maybe. Or so, or like something he had written down mm-hmm. um, after his brother died. Maybe. Of like yeah. to, to kind of remind himself mm-hmm. to take life, take advantage of life. Yes. To live life to the fullest. Yeah. I think it um, – did we – I think we're kind of skipping around, but, um, yeah, he reads the note that he has written down Mm -hmm. on, um, that thing that says life is not yesterday, Mm -hmm. tomorrow, or the upcoming months. It's not the days passing while you make future plans. Life is today right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love that. And that's basically what the whole entire rest of the episode is a result of him. Because he's reminiscing. He's thinking about Edda, Mm -hmm. about the trips that they were talking about going to Paris and all of the moments that they've had together when he stopped her on her way to Italy. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can kind of see the resolve in his face. Yes. Yeah. So we'll backtrack just a little bit because I really love the scene when he shows back up to work after just receiving this, you know, crazy medical news. He gets to work. He's clearly distracted. Edda can Mm. kind of like see something is wrong, but isn't really sure how to what degree. And she doesn't super duper push. Mm -hmm. She basically is like, I tried calling you. And he's like, well, my phone, you know, I turned it on silent for the meeting. Like I forgot to turn it back back on. on. Yeah. He's like, but can we work in my office? Like, I want to talk to you. And she's like, sure. Let me finish up with Melo. Yeah. She finishes up with Melo and shows up in the office. And he is just like watching her as she walks in mm-hmm. the whole time gosh there's so many times in this episode where i'm like oh the way he looks at her. i know like <sighs> i know i'm like were you really acting? i were you really acting there <clears throat> because <clears throat> listen listen in the instagram live they did on whatever day that was a few days ago he okay listen you guys they see the stuff people post even if we don't tag them they see it and he was talking about picking up litter because the beach they were at filming mm. at was really messy and it was sad to see how trashed it was. So he was like, listen, if you love your country, and he, he literally said, and I love mine, wink, eyebrow raise, tilting of head to the person next to him, smirk on his face. He knew what he, he knew what he was doing to this fandom. Okay. He knew <sighs> So he knew by saying he loved his country, he knew. He knew. So anyways, I don't think that can be argued. (laughs) I mean, it's it's hard not to see the way his eyeballs drill laser beams. Hard eyes, laser beam hard eyes. At her and not have some speculation. I know. <laughs> happen. Okay. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. Uh, it just. Yeah. See, look, people are good. They're like, marked on purpose. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He totally did know. So, so I came at the exact time. <laughs> I mean, and so in these scenes, when like that whole moment of him, of her walking up. And he's looking at her. It's one of those scenes where you're like, you actually oh, feel your heart you like want to. Yes. Yes. You're like, 
tense yep. all over. You want to like pull your skin off. Yes. And like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <sighs> and it's like you're seeing this really intimate moment yeah. between two people and you're like, <sighs> yeah. I shouldn't be I here. Shouldn't be here, exactly. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't be watching this. This is just for them. Uh-huh. And and that's when it's like you can just really appreciate how because no matter what is or isn't going on with them in real life, this right. is a fictional scene where yes. they are surrounded by cameras and all this other stuff. Like they're in a yeah. So bowl. to do that, yes, in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I know. I mean, so you know, and she even says, "Why are you looking at me like that?" Mm-hmm. And. And he's like, well, how am I looking at you? And she's like, like, you're seeing me for the first time. Like, you want to eat me when we leave here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's exactly how I feel every time I see you. It is like the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, I don't think I took screenshots, but, you know, he is like, it is the first time. And he, this, when he goes, <sighs> mm. it reminds me of that scene in episode 13 when they're getting ready to leave for the night and he's like, how are you real? Like, Oh, when he, I know. when he like exhaled like that, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> and you know, and she's like, she just smiles. And, um, and he's like, he's like, I forget, I forget who you are. And she like leans down and whispers. She's like, I'm Edda Yildiz. <laughs> and he's like, and I'm, and he's like, See, you even you you even make me forget who I am. And she's like, You're Sarkom Bolat, robot, robot Bolat. <laughs> and it's very cute. And so then cute. Th- these are my favorite, favorite camera shots. I don't know if it's Hakan or wh- whoever is in charge of this camera work. When they give us the perspective of it's literally Sarkon looking at Edda. Oh, yeah. And it's like focused just on her face and it's kind of garbled because he's so focused on her. He's not mm-hmm. fully hearing what she's saying. Because we saw that in episode seven, the beginning when he gives her the guitar pick. Mm-hmm. We saw that again in episode 17 when they're sitting on the couch and they're finishing that drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw it in the library. We saw it in the library in 18. I and I it. think that was the last time we saw it. Yeah. So to like have another view like that, I was so, so happy, mm-hmm. even though it was like because of a sad thing. Right. Um, so he's just kind of nodding and going along with the things she's saying. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so he kind of basically says he forgot also what he was going to tell her. And she's like, okay, well, you'll tell me when you remember. Yeah. But you can tell she's not pushing, but she, you know, she knows she that knows. there's something. Her happening. heart knows like yeah. something is up. Yeah. Um, because she knows Sarkon. Because she knows Sarkon. That's yeah. true. So anyhow. Um, I want can we talk about the next morning when he's in that leather jacket mm-hmm. and I wanted to rip the skin off my face <laughs> because I was like, what? I know. Excuse Where me. Where has this Sarkon been? And oh, he's just in like he's just my in jeans. Gosh. Have we ever seen him in jeans before? I don't know. I know and then he had so very much scruff. specific scruff. So much specific it was scruff like for this. this perfect amount uh-huh. and i was like mm-hmm. i might have paused mm-hmm. when he showed up mm-hmm. i oh mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was it and was then he's art like, and then he's like <laughs> leaning against the bike listen and Ashley he's got that sm- that like cocky smile and he's like <clears throat> g- oh mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the fan on <laughs> Fans on. Um, yeah, he's like leaning against the bike. He's got those black boots on, uh-huh. and 
the jacket and he's just yeah like he said like leaning Listen, he was we wearing love a good he lean. was wearing the jacket the jacket was not wearing him mm-hmm. that is yeah. for dang sure the lean though you guys the lean there's this thing about <laughs> leaning we love most of the time it's in a doorway and it's when jeans are slung low on their hips I can't. and why is it the leaning why is the lean <laughs> this was like a good doorway lean but like uh, to the exponential power because I, it's against a, it's motorcycle. a motorcycle. <laughs> oh my it's gosh! Supposed to be this starched up dude who is very unstarched. Right who now. doesn't? He's he's not a leaner. No, Sarah Convolat is not he's a leaner. Never lean. And then he suddenly, not lean in thirty eight episodes. And then suddenly, he's leaning. He's leaning. <laughs> well, how, how dare? How uh-huh. dare they? Uh-huh. Who do they think they are to do this to us? <sighs> When we are- had we had to be <laughs> we had to survive that. It was our reward for surviving thirty through thirty six. Sorry, Zuzu. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting hot. Uh huh. Oh, I'm sorry, Zuzu. I'm so, disturbing her. I know. I'm like, why did I wear a long oh, sleeve? Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> um, yes. So he calls Ida. He's like, look out the window. And she's like, oh my gosh, a motorcycle. <laughs> I also love that Melo got super excited and was like, and each day will you take me for a ride? And Her like, reaction. I was like, this is a quintessentially Melo reaction. It, it was so cute. Yeah. It reminded me of the early days yeah. when she'd be like, he's here. Uh-huh. Oh, what are you doing? And she'd be like, oh. hi, Aniste. Oh my gosh. Yes. So and sweet. And he promises that he'll take her for a ride one day, um, which, oh my gosh, how cute would that be? I know, little buddies. Know. Except he needs to start calling her Melo again. I know. The Malek. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm over it's, it. It's Melo time. We're it's, 30. It's Melo time. It's Melo time. <laughs> so, um, anyhow. So, Edda comes down. He has a helmet for her. She also puts on a leather jacket. And he then surprises her and is like, because she's like, we're riding to work like this. And he's like, we're not going to work at all. <laughs> and she's like, well, where are we going? And he's like, where the road takes us. And she's very understandably like, who are you? Who are you? Because that is very much something Edda would yeah. have done. Yeah. Like, and even and had one, to twist his arm to, yes. to go along well, with even it. Even at one point when he's like, just learn to live and enjoy life, Edda. And she's like, you are telling me to <laughs> what? Yeah. Because that's something very much Edda taught him. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy the role reversal of it. Yes. Um, it was cute. It was very cute. So they get on, they go for a ride. We get a bit of a riding montage. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point she had both her hands up really quickly. And I was like, that doesn't seem safe. <laughs> but- all right. It's pretty. I mean, they were just, they weren't turning or anything. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm only being that casual about it because I have been on a motorcycle. Okay. And if you're like behind, I mean, granted, I was little and I was riding by my dad. Uh-huh. So I was like. I always forget your dad had a motorcycle he did, for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. yeah. But you're, you feel so like. Secure. Secure. Yeah. It's, it wouldn't even be a big deal to put your okay. arms up like that. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> not, not a, people want not a leaner and it's Melo time put on merch. <laughs> it's Melo time. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, yeah. So they get to their destination, which just seems like a place with a really nice view. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of see the freeway in the background. I assume that's like a freeway highway, but you know, it's, they've got the bridge, the bridge in yes. the background. It's really pretty. They, I know. Maybe they're on the Bosphorus. Um, I was wondering if it's similar. It kind of reminds me of um, the area that um, Osger takes Esgi or Esgi takes Osger to. 
one of them takes the other in Bayonlish and it's like their favorite spot to just eat and kind of be at peace. It's at night though. So it's like a different, it it looks different, but I wonder if it's a very similar area. Maybe it's a similar area. Anyways. So, um, Either way, it's gorgeous. The lighting in this scene is so good. I know. It's great. And Karem posted pictures from when they were filming this of Mm -hmm. just him. And then, of course, everyone's like, oh, who took those pictures? (laughs) But then Sefcott, the social media manager for MFUPM, she ratted them out because then there's a behind-the-scenes video and it's Hyundai holding a phone, taking pictures. Okay. I mean, not we all knew already, but it's always nice to have that confirmation <laughs> that she was the one snapping the photos. Um, oh, someone else thinks it was the same as Bayama. Oh, so, okay. I I get kind of proud of myself now when I like if you rec- can locate uh-huh, if I recognize well, stuff. I did this. I was proud of myself when I recognized that the one of the houses from DEK mm-hmm. was on Marashla. Yes. And I was like, I swear this uh-huh. is the same place. And it was. It was. I was yep. like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always, yeah, I get really excited about that. Um, so like, yeah, when I was watching Sheriff Messelesi mm-hmm. during near the last few episodes, the villain, um, he they're going to like his compound, and I'm like, is this the Bolat residence? And oh, it sure was. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. The gate that he comes out of is the gate that like Idon comes out. So oh. I was like, I think that's Idon's like gate. Like, anyways. And that would be pretty recognizable, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I just feel like we get like we're earning DZ badges, like yes. Scout badges, but like DZ badges. Yeah. Oh, recognized a uh-huh. location in two separate uh-huh. DZs. You earn this badge. Uh huh. Yeah. So, anyways, um, they have a very kind of serious moment and i kind of liked that and i don't know if this was meant to be symbolic but i feel like it was Mm -hmm. she's behind him so she can't really see they're not like looking straight into Mm -hmm. each other's faces yeah yeah and i felt like there was like a that was like a metaphorical wall because he's not really telling her everything okay because I feel like it was just, I feel like it was a very specific thing that they weren't face to face while they were having this pretty serious. Yeah, they didn't get off the bike at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he which didn't is turn around to look at her. Mm-hmm. She's just, le- I mean, they're close, so it's an right. intimate conversation because they're physically close, they're emotionally close. Right. So it's not like there was this distance between them, but there kind of was because he's looking this way, she's behind him. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um. But also, you know, we just always look for stuff like that, so maybe. Maybe it was meant to be something. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe they just liked the camera angle better that way. Yeah. And the way the light was coming through between them. But to be able to shoot them both from one angle or something. Yeah. But I would like Um, to think that there was some meaning behind it. mm. So. But um, yeah, they have a whole conversation mm -hmm. about um, living life and experiencing it. Yeah. And. um, And she keeps telling him she's worried mm -hmm. because she knows something's up. Yeah. She's kind of going with it. Yeah. Because she's like, well, what are we going to do? Because we have a meeting in an hour. And he's like, someone will handle it. Yeah. Which is just not something Sarah no, says. No, not at all. And, you know, he – she's like, okay, so what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're going to live life. She's like, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? And, you know, and then he kind of repeats um, the note that he read. Yeah. Like, what life is, what life isn't, right. it's not this. And, you know, and you, this could easily be attributed to all the time they lost during his memory loss. Right. To, you know, the fact that he, now that they're together, he doesn't want anything else to come between them. Mm-hmm. You know, which she could be assuming that's what it is. Um, yeah. But deep down, I think they're making it clear that she knows something mm-hmm. else. 
Um, yes. Which, you know, it's like, it's so nice to have show again and not tell. Yeah. And, and to, yes, to have that subtext that's just there mm-hmm. and we know yeah. it, that it's there yeah. and we don't have to have it laid out. In no, front of us. because she doesn't actually say to him, Sarah Khan, I know you're hiding something from me. Mm-hmm. She never says that, Mm-mm. but we absolutely get the impression that she knows he's hiding something yeah. from her, yeah. but she's she also like does. not going to push. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. So this kind of begins the whole bucket list thing Mm -hmm. where he's got his bag full of things that he wants to do. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, okay, I want you to write some stuff down. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're going to pick and that's how they're going to choose. That's how they're going to spend their day. Yeah. And do you notice the way, again, he's looking at her while she's writing her list stuff. I know. I know. (sighs) Anyways. So she writes a bunch of stuff down and, um, so then they're going to mix it up. This is when I do appreciate that she's like, okay, wait, before we pick this, like, what's going on? Why are we yes. doing this? And he's like, because I just want to live life. I want to enjoy the yeah. moments. He's like, aren't you the one who's always telling me to change? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, but I don't mean these giant changes because, she, again, we already established way back in the 20s. Like, she doesn't want him to change who he is. Right. But just to become this better version of himself. And, you know, he's like, this is just what we're going to do. And you know, we're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to embrace it. We're going to this, mm-hmm. we're going to that. And, you know, um, he is like, so let's do this. So she's like, okay, let's do it. Like, let's, let's see what we draw. Yeah. So they mix everything up. And they, she picks the first one, right? Well, she was going to, but she's like, no, this was your idea. Mm. You pick it. And he picks change someone's life. And I love what he says. He's like, what a very Edda Yildiz thing, uh-huh. like he, you know, um, which it is. Yeah, very much is. And so they're kind of discussing whose life they can change. Like, she's like, maybe we can do something for Melo a little bit. But then his phone starts to ring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's it's office and he's like, oh, I know exactly whose life we're going to change. Because Layla's calling him to, to, you know, remind him of the meeting with Kimabe. Yeah. (laughs) And you're not here. And he's like, oh, I'm going to change Erdem's life right now. So he tells Layla to have Erdem run the meeting. Yeah. And everybody is shocked. Uh The whole audience is shocked. The audience is shocked. As he's pretending to be Godzilla in his little cup village. (laughs) And and then he changes Erdem's life uh, in in one day. Uh So then they pick another one. Yes. And Eda picks this one. That's right. Because she's like... You can't be serious. Oh. We're not doing this. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. There's no way. He sees it and he's like, oh, yes, we are. This is something I've always wanted to do mm-hmm. ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's solve a murder. Yes. And she's like, we have police for this. <laughs> like, what in the world? And he's like, haven't you ever watched, like, crime sh- American crime shows, all this mm-hmm. stuff? And he basically is like, um, you know, let's really get into this. Like, We'll pick one out. Like, we'll see something. We'll look for a mystery that is unsolved. Um, We'll go do it. So he picks out this one. This businessman went overboard, hasn't been found. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got to investigate the wife, all this stuff. And he's like, you know, and I think we can kind of get a whole image for you. And she's like, oh, so you, like, really want to be into this. Yeah. And so the next Going undercover. Yeah. The next scene is them in a different car. It's like a Corvette or a Camaro or something. Uh-huh. It's not even Sarah Khan's car. They ditched the motorcycle so fast. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where did the motorcycle go? So, and I wonder too, if I was like, I wonder if this is Karem's motorcycle. 
because why? I don't remember why I wrote it down. Probably in the thread somewhere. I mean, that would be convenient if he already. Well, and there was something with the license plate. It was like his initials or it was like KRM were like it was oh. in the license plate or something. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is actually his motorcycle. I don't know. Anyways. Could be a so, coincidence. But imagine if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but they could have just used it for convenience. Yeah. Like, but, oh, Karam, you, you have a motorcycle. Right. Let's have you what pick it up like, on, a, but on a motorcycle. Like, leaning Sercon would be like a is, real leaning Karam in real life. Oh, like, I know like Karam that leans. Probably. <laughs> you know that man leans. He probably leans all the time Ooh. in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's mm-hmm. definitely a leaner. You know what? Sercon <laughs> has leaned on the couch in episode 12. The couch lean. When they're having breakfast. Okay. But but see, again, they're significant because they're so few and far between. Yeah. That's, that's why true. it's a big deal. Because mm-hmm. as a person, Sarkhan is not a leaner. <laughs> <laughs> a leaner is a very specific type of person. You're right. And Karem is a leaner. But Sarkhan is not. You're yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's like like in the, the recent book that I read, he is constantly leaning. Mm. She that even makes a remark. No, oh. um, beach, beach read. Oh. Oh. She well, even makes, she, nope, nope, nope. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> she even makes a comment. Like he, it's like, he's so weighed down. It's kind of sad actually. <laughs> he says like, right up my alley. <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> Kristen, you will die. <laughs> but like, he's, he's always got so much that he's thinking about that he oh. can't even stand up straight and he's constantly leaning on oh. stuff. And I'm like, and it's both oh. metaphorical and physical. It is. Mm, okay. He physically is always leaning. Uh-huh. <gasps> and also, if you guys like a leaner, if you like to, to think about, talk mm-hmm. about leaning, Can't you need one. to, yes, but I was going to say, uh-huh. um, I always think of while you were sleeping because they had the whole conversation where yes. he's like, where while you were sleeping. He, Jack is like, he's leaning. Uh-huh. And she's like, what are you, what are you talking about? He's like, he was leaning. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, there's leaning and then there's mm-hmm. leaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know if that got so – we always watched that movie in, in my house as a yes. kid. And That's I don't know I if that got it. so – soaked up into my psyche that <gasps> now it's like this in your thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my id where i'm like oh he's mm. leaning on something mm-hmm. <laughs> he's leaning oh man okay all right <clears throat> anyway anyways we need so, to move on so to now, solve a murder <laughs> so now the title of the show has changed from central Kapama <laughs> to uh law and order special ed series yeah or CSI Istanbul, you can pick. So, because basically the entire rest of this episode, which I will admit while watching live, I was like, this is literally like the other half of the episode. Oh, it was almost a full hour. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. upon watching it with subs, which Miriam told me I should have trusted. Well, <laughs> I did trust her, but it was like super obvious when watching like, oh, she was super right. Mm-hmm. She said like, you're really going to like it with subs. Like, it's really funny. Yeah. And especially with our anonymous subs yeah uh because he took the time to like explain a lot of stuff in the print he like add added parentheticals Mm. with the explanation of certain jokes so the whole car scene i was dying watching it yesterday because they're in the car and you know and she's like oh my gosh i cannot believe like we've gone this far because she's got her wig on she's holding coffee and a donut which i was like how very american (laughs) cop of you um or stereotypical american cop and 
they're they're just talking and he's like you know what your problem is you think too damn much and she's like well you know what your problem is you're a pain in the ass and this is when he's like hey 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 calm down in english i want that as like my text tone every time you text we, me, we gotta rip it so that you can, you can have that mm-hmm. whenever you'll hear it a million times a day every time ashley texts me right now it's just the air kenji koosh um intro yeah but now i think i need it to be karen saying hey 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 calm down because reasons obviously yes very important reasons and ashley's the only person i regularly text yeah (laughs) um then so they're they're kind of arguing he says hey 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 calm down and then he's like don't you watch american detective shows like this is how we do it we have to research we have to investigate we Mm -hmm. have to this And then he's like, hey, our destination's only two blocks away. Okay, this was totally them making fun of American (laughs) crime shows because blocks are not a thing over there. Oh. You don't say, like, oh, this is two blocks away. So he's totally making fun of, like, probably Law and Order because everything in New York is, like, blocks. It's this many blocks. Right, right. And so – Yeah, it's just a huge grid in New York. Yeah. And then, of course, the whole, like – male and female partners clearly are going to fall in love yes. even though they're supposed to just be like law enforcement partners. right it's a total trope so he's like flirting with her because he's like you know what your problem is your shining eyes just ra- <laughs> radiating out of your beautiful face and then she's like i love you you knucklehead like it and then she's like step on the gas <laughs> so they're totally like doing a bit of like what would be a stereotypical right like cop because now they're state. detectives so they've got to play the part yes. <laughs> so good so it made me enjoy that scene like so so much more mm-hmm. um anyways so they they get there they say that they're from the just from the insurance company which yeah like we're from the insurance company yeah that reminds the me of those, ins- there's only one it reminds me they of don't have spam. to have a name of it it reminds me of those spam phone calls i get i'll get uh, voicemails it's like I'm calling from the alarm company. Uh-huh. I'm calling from the your no. car and your car warranty yeah. is about to expire. <laughs> if you don't want if you don't want this to happen, you must call back. Or my, my absolute favorite. This is the IRS. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, you owe us a bazillion dollars. If you don't call us, we're gonna send the cops after you. <laughs> and like, that's not yeah. how it works over here, by the way, for anyone yeah. who's not American. Yeah, like, no, that's not you, how it works. They can't just do that. No, yeah. So, so funny. It's clearly spam, but that's what the whole the insurance company reminded uh-huh. me of. So they get there, you know. So official. Of course, we have what? Crocodile tears from what's her face? Yes. You know, yeah. Um John Johnon? Johnon, yeah. Yeah. For her sad dead husband, mm-hmm. yeah, and so they they basically start the whole investigation, and they're, you know, they go to the boat, they stay in her house, they talk to the landscape guy, mm-hmm. they talk to the chauffeur. There's all these people that they talk to to try to crack the case. I don't know how much we really need to get into no, it. I mean, because this goes um, back and forth. They go to the boat, they talk to the captain. Of course, mm-hmm. they kind of start disagreeing. Like Ed is suspicious of. Um, the captain right but sarcon's pretty dead yeah, set on the lawyer, on the lawyer. Mm-hmm. and all that so they're kind of in disagreement so they're like well we need to further investigate then they find out from like the landscaper that um maybe dead husband wasn't in such a great place mentally and emotionally right. he was writing in his notebook a lot yeah um you know he hated singing so the story about him singing before he fell overboard was right. total crap like yeah um, especially because the wife couldn't even say what song he was singing because right. like as a wife 
who's distraught, you'd be like, yeah, he was singing his favorite song. Well, you probably never forget. Right what song was right. playing, what yeah. song he was singing. Mm-hmm. If you were really distraught over right. your husband dying and he was singing a song right exactly. before he died. <laughs> exactly. So, um, oh, thank you. Mohini just said she noticed my earrings that they're pretty. Oh. Thank you. They're stars. I don't know if you guys can see oh. them. But. I have my, you, you gave these to me, right? Yeah. Yes. They're Christmas. like little. It's uh, like the Turkish like flag. The Turkish it's flag. It's a moon. moon. And then a little star inside. Um, but my so, hair is always covering my ears. <laughs> mine is usually too, but I pulled it back today because I just let my hair do its natural thing. Um, and these, funnily enough, you guys, I have owned these earrings for like three or four years. But I just found them because I cleaned out my closet last week, as some of you know. And they still were like on the original, like the thing that like when you first buy the oh. little like paper thing yeah. that's attached to. From H&M. They were on clearance for so 50 they're cents. they're like, they're brand new. They're brand new. And I was like, look, they're stars. It was meant to be. Because uh, a lot of stuff I, I gave away. But these, I was like, I have to keep these. Mm-hmm. So anyhow. Um, yeah. So what it all boils down to is that Sarah Con's like, we have to get this notebook. Because, hello, right. haven't you watched American Crime Shows? You need proof. You can't just right. go to the cops. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know. And so. The yeah, because they're going to trust these two random strangers anyway. <laughs> Who have decided to solve this crime. No connection to the family. No credentials whatsoever. No law enforcement credentials. Yeah. But we have to have evidence. I was really hoping for like a a callback to Mutashem Ikili. Like, oh, that would have been cute. Like, it would have been really cool to call back to his character somehow. I mean, I don't know how they could have done that, but I would have, even if, if they was, had code names or something. Yes, or even if he had just yeah. said, like, we make a dynamic duo, like, which Mutashem Ikili. Like, right. I don't know. I just, I kind of felt like there was a missed opportunity yeah. there. So, anyhow. Um, so, they're trying to solve the crime, mm-hmm. and then everybody is trying to figure out what's going on. They, you know, Erdem is doing his whole crazy thing. Yeah. Um, oh, and they wind up calling Ferry because they would normally call Jaren, but, you know, she's out of town. That's right. Because they're suspicious, so they want him to look into, like, the lawyer. They want to um, look in on, uh, yeah, the lawyer, I think. Yeah, the lawyer. It's the, yeah, the lawyer. And they end up talking to the lawyer's wife. Yes. And so it basically it just boils down to they're pretty sure something's going on between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they ask Farid to look into it. So then he's kind of suspicious because he's like, I don't even know what they're up to, but right. this seems dangerous. So he kind of confides in Milo and asks for Milo's help. Mm-hmm. So the two of them wind up in on this. So it winds up bringing everyone in on this because Kimal and Idon go to visit the widow. Right. Which we kind of talked about. And they run into Ed and Sarah right. there and have mm-hmm. to pretend like they don't know them because they're being these fake personalities. Yeah. And so it just turns in this whole thing where everyone kind of winds up somewhat knowing where they are and kind of what they're up to, but not really. Right. Um, and then they stop answering their phones and they're like, what's going on? Right. Although I'm like, do they just have their location? Is that how they're able probably, to figure probably. out? It was just funny. They're like, because oh, they're, they all wind oh up their the phone house. is off and they're not answering. We don't know where and they are. We don't know where they, they are. Where to go. It, yes. They all know the exact address and which door to go into. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, DZ Land, DZ Logic. DZ Logic. Here yeah. we go. So they get there that night. It's just Ed and Sarah Khan initially, so they sneak in. Right. And I... <laughs> I 
What? Well, I'm wondering if it's the same thing. Tell me. Him grabbing that dog. Yes. Okay, that's Bashok's dog. That's that's Ajahn. So cute. Okay, listen, no, we were all robbed because Hector was supposed to be in a that scene last week. That should have been Hector's scene. I was like, why isn't that Hector? Who is that strange dog? Well, my guess too, though, is like maybe because it is his dog, Hector would not have been very cooperative. Oh, like, he, he probably would have just followed. Although there's also a theory that he would have just immediately run to Hyundai and it would have outed that like... Oh. Oh like, my gosh. Maybe that's why. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it ends up being Ajan. I think that's how you say his name. And and he's the adorable. The way he grabbed him. Oh, I was he, like, oh. So, well, he's <laughs> used to picking up tiny dogs. So he's like super so precious cute. and gentle. Big, huge, big Karem with the fluffy little, little dog. And he's like, are you a dog? Like, yeah, I guess you're a dog. And, but and he's, he's like talking to him. <laughs> Oh, I loved oh it so much. <laughs> I was like, this is the best in the world. Yes. Oh, Haley's here. Hi, DZ Lot. Um, anyhow, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, anytime we talk about Krem doing something cute. Which I is, like, know. It was so um, precious. It was precious. And then. Yes. And then Hande's like kissing his little head. Yeah, it was. She's like, we need to put him back, but she picks him up and she like, kisses him, kiss. and then like gets him back on the bed. <laughs> so stinking cute. You put a dog on the screen, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I'm melting. Yeah, where they should have been doing this ages ago. I know, um, but so, yeah, that made the whole the whole scene. That whole scene. And did you see the um, La Petite Prince yes. neon fight in the back? I'm sure that was already just like in the house, whatever they were using. But it was a, it was a happy coincidence. But it was a happy coincidence. Yeah. So. So they're looking for the notebook. Yes. But Edda winds up opening. I thought she found the notebook because there was like a notebook looking thing next <laughs> yeah, to the gun. Yeah. But the whole focus is on this gun on the in gun. the nightstand. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so she runs to Sarah Khan. This is the other thing. I'm like, you guys are sneaking into someone's house. They're being so loud. They're being so loud. And Edda's wearing those really unrealistic boots. Yeah. Girl, total stage whispering. Where, like, wear your Under Armour sneakers, y'all. Like, come on. You I need know. like to be quietly like... I know. In. Like, they're so loud. Yeah. So Picking up the stinking dog. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are the worst detective. The worst. You will never make it in the spy, the world of spies no. and um, mystery solvers. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> she calls Sarah Khan, but by the time they walk back into the room, the gun's not in the drawer. So, right. Sarah Khan, which I was like, okay, they're having <laughs> guns or whatever, but I was like, no, you really. Part of me was like, is some of this not unscripted is some of yeah, it unscripted it, i feel like a lot of this second half had to have just been improv like right because i mean not that you can't act out very scripted funny scenes but right. i feel like you kind of need to just like riff on each other yeah so yeah i don't know because i was like you really wouldn't believe her if she said there was a gun there even if I it's know. not there right now your immediate reaction should have been oh my gosh someone's in the house right Right. Well, and yeah, I know. It was just funny. Uh, I mean, I did think it was funny, the comments. Because she's like, it was looking at me in the eyes. And he's like, oh, did it say, Edda, I'm a gun? <laughs> Look, you guys finally get to see Ashley Serkan voice live and in person. That's like every week if you do that. But he even like, did it. He he had a Serkan voice. Yes, where he, he did. Was, like the look on his face. There's another moment in when they're in the other room. Um. I think right after they put the dog down uh-huh. and that sounded Edda- like they killed the dog. <laughs> no dogs were harmed. <laughs> but when but Edda gives him this look, uh-huh. like like mm. 
And I want a gif of it because it's so funny. Like from episode, uh, is it 30? And when they're, when he's, when she's, yes. like, and she's like, and he's like, oh, a And she's like, yes. Oh, a yes. Because he says something and then she makes this face. This face like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the best. But yeah, he's such a little butt. And he's like, oh, did it say I'm a gun? Oh, and, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but then. Somebody's coming up the stairs and he like pushes her up against the uh-huh. wall and his lips are like literally brushing against hers. And she's like, are you really doing this right now while we're hiding someone? And he's like, but I'm always in love with you. And she's like, really? And he's like, kiss me. <laughs> and, and then they do it again. They do it again. And she's like, you're being opportunistic. And he's like, haven't you ever read a book? And she's like, what's like, the this name is of- a, He's like, this is a common tactic. Everybody knows about this. And she's like, I read it in a book. She's like, was the name of that book how to be an opportunist? Like, <laughs> And he's like, you're not being very nice right now. And he's like, kiss me. But then she actually does. Like, she like yeah. leans in and like kisses his bottom lip. Mm-hmm. But then like they hear the noise. Yeah. People start showing up. Oh my gosh. Right. The, and this is one of the things where it's like, we can't really describe it. Just like the, um, the proposal, the formal proposal at iFair's house like it just was so chaotic and crazy yes. is like yeah obviously you all watched it but it's hard to describe because it's right it's really the full comedy is like when you're seeing it happen in front yeah. Of you. yeah so everyone starts showing up though <laughs> yeah Melo and Melo Fury first, Fury, right? Uh-huh. Erdem well, was in the Angian trunk of the and car. Pearl and Melo and Fury all come in the same car. Yes. And Erdem had stowed away in the uh-huh. trunk. Because uh-huh. he's like, this is where they're meeting in secret uh-huh. without me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> so he goes up. And then the the new Fantastic Four shows up. Yes. Um, with Aidan and yep. Safi and Ifer Oh, that's a good one. Fantastic Four because now Kareem. Because I kept calling uh-huh. it. I kept calling K- it Kimal. Kimal. I kept calling it uh, Three's Company plus Kimal. But yeah, yeah, I like Fantastic Four. Yeah, because they were the Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. We, th- yeah. Anyway, it's evolved. Yeah, it's evolved. <laughs> so, you know, they all wind up in there. Everyone's being loud. Okay, you're walking into a dark, unknown house. I. Common sense would tell you, let's when just they be can quiet. see that they're like hiding. Uh-huh, but they're like, <laughs> what's going on? Merhaba. Hey, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> so they're all hiding. They're all hiding behind this wall. Yeah. And at one point they've heard, what's her name? Janan has gotten home and she's on the phone with her lover. She's like, Ashkam. Yeah. Talking I don't about- like now. I don't like sneaking around now that basically husband Bay is. Mm-hmm. not in the picture she's like i really don't like this whole sneaking around now yeah. um and so they're basically waiting to snap a picture mm-hmm. to catch her with whoever it is so they can go to the cops <laughs> right erdem does get the picture but he puts the in flash erdem on. fashion he did not turn the flash <laughs> off so none of the noise alerted these two in the loudness yeah not none of the what 12 uh-huh. people <laughs> moving around uh-huh. in the other room uh-huh. they're just happily ignorant uh-huh. just- and oh my but one flash yes and one one camera sound Uh one little camera click and a flash and And they're they're like who's there who are you what are you doing here so they get caught they're basically all hauled into the living room to explain themselves because at gunpoint i i did love that (laughs) i don't again i don't know if this was scripted Mm -hmm. but the fact that that Sarah Khan is like, Erdem, you're the smallest. Go, you go do it. 
And then when he's irritated that Idon is like, where have you been? You're not answering my call. And he's like, mom, I'm a 30 something year old man. I own my own company. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I mean, that's I, a good point. It was those little moments where I was like, this is hilarious. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, I wonder if this was just like, here's the basis of the scene. Have at it. Right. Right. Um, so <laughs> anyways, so they all get caught. They all get shuffled in the living room. Now, listen, yeah. this entire time, Sircon is not even the tiniest bit worried that they're being held at gunpoint, that Edda could die. He's so casual. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and clearly, so this is another DZ logic where I don't know when he had the time, but he clearly set this up. This has to be a – this cannot be, like, a real thing. There is no way on God's green earth well, if his – the woman he loves has a gun in her vicinity where she could be shot with it. And he has no way to protect her. That he's not only that calm about it, but at one point Mm. he's like smirking and laughing. He is. Well, it's him and Edda on the couch, I think for the last shot. And he's just like, hmm, like, oh, he has a gun. Yeah. And everybody else is like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or that his like pregnant best friends. Yeah. With her unborn child. Uh Like, come on. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention Fatima. Thank you. Um, I've noticed more and more, and now it makes me want to go back and rewatch for these types of things in old episodes. Charit breaks character mm. all mm-hmm. the time, and his laughing in the background when he probably doesn't He's think the camera constantly, on him. constantly. He, I feel like he has the most fun on set because he just. Dance, sits there in and the they just keep the scene keep in their the way and he's like busting up and it but it just brings such joy to my heart that i love him and it makes me love fairy even more even I know. though he's not being fairy in those moments like because he does that i think in this big old crowd too he's like yeah yes <laughs> yeah hilarious he just cannot <laughs> he breaks constantly all the time oh it's and hilarious he just must think he's not in the shot but like he maybe winds up in the shot and or they or they secretly love it and they're like and ah, chara chara mm-hmm. broke again uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah so that's how it winds up oh but the husband does show up alive with the gun that edda initially saw yeah so he was the one in the house the whole time and he basically reveals that his whole plan was to let them cash in on the house life insurance right because then he was going to steal it from them and then reveal that he was in fact alive right but they ruined his plan they ruined his plan so now he's like now he's gonna gonna shoot them all i guess yeah oh and also the wife was not just double timing hubby she was double timing her it was both the captain or no the chauffeur and the lawyer right yeah she had two treats on the side Mm -hmm. she sure did Mm -hmm. so yeah she had a snack for each hand yeah so you know she's garbage but yeah, so you think it's set up. You think it's all fake. It has to be because there's no – Or there's going to be – or I, I was thinking somebody's going to walk in like a cop mm-hmm. or it's something – Like he already some, alerted the authorities yeah. so he wasn't afraid of anything happening. But right. sorry, it takes half a second to pull a trigger if the cops True. aren't there yet. So it's, I'm just like – Or it won't be loaded or something. Yeah. I, something. It's obviously going to – dissipate within the first five minutes yes. next episode <laughs> yes yeah. we know that's what's gonna yeah. happen and because that is not only these writers style which right. i appreciate for stuff like this um which is why also i'm convinced if they had been around for all of the amnesia it would have mm-hmm. been over in a few episodes or yeah. if it was going to be seven episodes we would have literally gotten to see the steps of of him like falling back in love with her and yeah. them getting to know each other again yeah um Anyways, someone says probably the insurance, the actual insurance people <laughs> will walk in or Alptikin will show up. All I was thinking was like, this is way too messy for him to actually kill everybody. Yeah. Like that's so many people, so many bodies he'd have to bury. I'm just thinking the logistics no, of it. No. 
And I mean, it's a small handgun. So you're talking. He's going to have like, to reload. What, 10 rounds? A few, a few like, and assuming you actually hit everyone on the first try. Yeah. When you go to reload, you're going to get tackled to the ground anyways. And then you're just going to go to jail forever because you've yeah. murdered way more Maybe Maybe our dem will tackle him or something. I maybe would, it'll be something ridiculous. It will like be. That. He'll be like the unnoticeable one who like yeah. comes from behind and like, or, or, oh no, she can't be back yet. Dang it. Because I was like, it's not the season finale. If this was the season finale, mm -hmm. how cool would it have been? Because Ramo will be, or Ramo will be done by then. What if Fifi just showed up out of nowhere? And that would be cool. That'd be a cool re-intro re yes. for her. Overwatch said that, Fifi. Um, okay. Yeah. So, that would be, that yeah, would have been hilarious. But it's not the finale. So. Dang it. Um, that's next week. Yeah. Because that would have been so in character too. Oh. For her to be the one with uh -huh. ninja skills yep. or something. Yeah. Yep. Who was there the whole time making sure everything uh -huh. was like, going to be okay. <laughs> uh -huh. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the episode. It ends with the gun being pointed at Edda and Yeah. Sarkhan. And Sarkhan not looking remotely no, bothered he's about like it. giggling practically. <laughs> the music is all tense. Uh -huh. Everybody's stressed out. The guy looks really mad and he's... <laughs> Pointing at the gun. Like, and then, it has to be something really elaborate because I know if they were actually in any real danger, I, I couldn't justify Sircon being so cavalier about it. No. Well, well, I mean, when Edda was was uh kidnapped. Sircon is dying, he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whatever, I've got a brain tumor. He's so like, whether, I've it's already a, got, whether it's I've a bone or a got brain tumor, who cares? <laughs> Oh I mean, gosh. if that was for for him, then then sure. But yeah. Edda is the one and he, he wouldn't yeah. be casual about. He, he's not going to be casual about putting everyone's lives in danger. His mom. His mom. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it ends that way, which it's funny, but technically like a scary yeah. air quote cliffhanger. Um, yeah. Suspenseful. Yes. There yeah. You go. So, yeah, obviously it's going to be solved within the first five minutes of yeah. next week. Mm -hmm. um, and. That's going to be the finale. I'm very curious yeah. about what we have because, number one, they had to put it off. I in. haven't seen any of the fragments. Was there only one fragment? There's been two. Okay. So I haven't far. seen any of them. Um, they didn't really show much because they haven't been able to film much. Oh. So, um, oh okay. No big deal. They're like all there. Yeah. So um, anyways, I'm really curious about what is going to happen mm -hmm. because um, I um, – Sorry, I'm reading your comments and getting distracted again. <laughs> I don't know really what they were able to film and who they were able to film with. And I think it was Nestle Han who said, you know, some of us are not going to be very visible or like we'll right. have been there for something. But then all of a sudden we're just not going to be there the rest of the episode. Yeah. So I'm really curious. I think it's going to be pretty Edser heavy. Oh, there's only one fragment. Sorry, guys. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, there is. There has only been one, huh? I'm sorry. Um, Kristen made her own fragment. I made my own fragment, <laughs> I guess. Um, there's been two Mirage the fragments, though, because that's back on Monday. But anyways, um, yeah, so I'm curious. I feel like it's going to be pretty Edser heavy because as far as we know, they both have tested negative. I think all the crew who wasn't positive still had to quarantine for a certain number of days to make sure they don't come back positive while well, they're on set. Sure, yeah. So I think they're all quarantining. Um and so, yeah, as long as they stay negative, I'm guessing it's going to be a pretty Ed Sarah heavy thing, which honestly should be good. Like, because yeah, the they can finale, do a lot with it. If yeah. it's a season finale, there's a lot that these two need to still work on, like actual communication um, with one another. So I feel like it'd be a really cool time to do. These are known as in America, they're called um, bottle episodes, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it's basically 
it's a lower budget episode because it's mm-hmm. kind of all shot in one place. And I feel like the campground they're at is like perfect for that. Oh. Where it could just be, and not all of the cast is in it. Um, the most uh, probably well-known one I can think of is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They did one where the whole time they're just in an interrogation room. And it's only a few of the main characters. Okay. Um, and same thing with Friends, the third season premiere. Yeah. It's, they're all just in Monica's living room. And it's just the core cast. They're never in the coffee shop. It's, okay. It's literally a half hour. Like it's a literal. Well, it's like, like that. It's like that stupid fly episode if, from Breaking Bad. Yes. When they're just in the. Yeah. Bottle episode. Yep. yep. Yeah. So. And it's just Walt mm-hmm. and Jesse. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's because it's lower budget. You're not paying for everyone to be there. You're not paying for different sets. You're right. not having to pay for. You Makes know, sense. So they can. Well, and then they can contain. This- Everybody yes. who's healthy. Well, you can have a skeleton. <laughs> and keep them all healthy. You can have a skeleton crew because you're not shooting in like two different locations yeah. at once. Yeah. So I'm hoping it winds up mostly being all at that campsite because I feel like we could really unpack a lot of stuff that we've been waiting for Edzer and yeah. Edzer for Edda and Serhan <laughs> to unpack for yeah. a long time. So, anyways, that's the episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think we can like chat with you guys for a little bit because we're only at an hour and a half. And yeah, should we do our sign off and then, or do we want to keep this in for the full? Um, Let's do our sign off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll come and join you guys in the comments uh, after this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So anyways, you guys, thank you for listening. Um, when this is for those of you who are just listening to it as a regular mm-hmm. podcast episode when this drops. Uh, sorry if it was a little bit confusing since we were kind of interacting with people who are watching <laughs> live and you can't actually see that. Right. Um, but thank you for joining us and we will be back next week mm-hmm. with the season yeah. finale. Never thought we'd be saying those words about this show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, season finale next week. So mm-hmm. until then, good or shoot Post your call. Mm-hmm.